Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express, it's Friday, July 26th, 2019. As we said in the last podcast, Francis has announced he wants to visit his native Argentina in 2020. That's next year. And since that's not going to be a cakewalk for him, after all, the people know him there, the Novus Ordo Media spin machine has now begun jumping into action to sway public opinion, or at least, shall we say, qualify the expected Argentine opposition. Ines San Martin, who is uh, from the same country, wrote a piece for Crux entitled God Love Him, Argentines Just Can't Help Criticizing Their Pope, published on July 15th. And in it, she says this, quote, Beyond being egocentric, people who hail from the ends of the earth also believe themselves entitled to their high opinions of themselves to the point that they question the abilities of Lionel Messi, widely considered one of the greatest soccer players in history. Francis, history's first pope from the Global South, is no exception to the Argentine rule of thumb, unquote. Yeah, well, nice try to shield Francis from the expected criticism, but not quite. You see, Jorge Bergoglio, Francis, was appointed and elected to his respective positions, whereas Lionel Messi arrived at his number one soccer ranking purely by skill. No one selected him. No one gave him that job. No one voted for him. So, no, Bergoglio isn't the theological equivalent of Messi. He's more like that of uh, Florence Foster Jenkins. In other news, yesterday the federal government of the United States announced that after a roughly 15-year hiatus, it is going to resume the execution of inmates who have been condemned to death. Which kind of makes sense. If you have the death penalty and people are sentenced to die, then at some point they should actually be executed. Otherwise, why have the punishment? Well, of course, that didn't sit well with the nation's Novus Ordo bishops, who adhere to a false naturalist pseudo-Catholic religion, in which temporal life on earth and not eternal salvation is the highest good. And so they rushed to issue a statement in which they condemned the decision by the federal government to resume executions of death row inmates. Crux published an article yesterday that stated, quote, Bishop Frank DeWayne, chairman of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on Domestic Justice and Human Development, said he is deeply concerned by the move and urged the Trump administration to reconsider. In 2015, Pope Francis, echoing the views of his predecessors, called for the global abolition of the death penalty. He went on to state that a just and necessary punishment must never exclude the dimension of hope and the goal of rehabilitation. The Catholic bishops of the United States have echoed this call for many years, including their 2005 statement, A Culture of Life and the Penalty of Death, Duane said. Unquote. Yep, and that's the difference between Roman Catholic teaching and Novus Ordo teaching. In the Novus Ordo, punishment must always be about rehabilitating the offender and giving him a second chance in this life. 
It's always first and foremost about the perpetrator. Well, guess what? There are some crimes so horrific that you simply don't deserve another chance. Yeah, you'll get a priest before your execution, and hopefully you'll repent of your sins, and then salvation is still possible for you, which is the ultimate goal of your existence anyway, and that goal can still be reached. But in terms of this life, you're done. It's over. You have to expiate the crime you've committed. That's what punishment is about. Not only, of course, but that is an essential element, at least when it comes to real crime. Now, Mr. DeWayne quotes Francis talking about hope, and there too we see the difference. See, for Francis and all modernists, hope pertains to the natural temporal life. Hope is about getting out of prison sometime, getting another chance to live life again outside of prison. But the Catholic notion of hope has to do with salvation. It's about making it to heaven, and that chance is still given even on death row. In fact, nothing can make someone repent faster than being faced with the prospect of shameful, painful execution, then death, and then judgment by God. It's amazing what that thought can do to someone. Remember the good thief on the cross? Anyway, it seems to me that people who oppose the death penalty in principle don't really understand the severity of some crimes. What some people are capable of doing to other human beings defies belief. When you look at the cruelty and wickedness that some are capable of, heinous crimes often committed even against children, when you look at that, you understand immediately, intuitively, that there is only one just punishment for such people, and that is death. That is, execution by the state, who is the lawful authority. That's what we find confirmed not only in the Old Testament, but also in the New. St. Paul wrote to the Romans, quote, Let every soul be subject to higher powers, for there is no power but from God, and those that are are ordained of God. Therefore he that resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist purchase to themselves damnation. For princes are not a terror to the good work, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, fear. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath upon him that doth evil. Unquote. And that's Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 4. Now, of course, the Novus Ordo bishops, led by Francis himself, have long rejected divine revelation and have substituted for it their idol of the dignity of man. Yes, man was created in the image and likeness of God on account of which he possesses dignity. But that dignity obviously can never be invoked against God himself. It can never be used to justify rejecting the very law of God, whose dignity is infinite. And what did God say? Well, ironically, it is precisely due to human dignity that God decreed the death penalty to begin with. 
Look at Genesis chapter 9, verse 6. Whosoever shall shed man's blood, his blood shall be shed. For man was made to the image of God. But the Novus Ordo religion prefers the worship of man to that of God. The dignity of man is now being put above God himself and above his law. What an incredible blasphemy. And like in the Garden of Eden, once again, the serpent is casting doubt on God's revelation. Did God really say? Yes, he did. Really. Now, on July 10th, a little more than two weeks ago, the government of India updated its laws to impose capital punishment on those convicted of sexual offenses against children below the age of 12. Can you guess who's opposed to that? Of course, the country's Vatican II bishops. A July 15th article by ucanews.com reported on it, and I want to quote from it because the logic is so bad. Quote, the Catholic Church is against the death penalty for any crime, said Bishop Jose Chituparampil, I probably butchered that, I'm sorry, of Rajkot in the western state of Gujarat. The death penalty cannot be seen as an effective deterrent to any crime, however horrible the crime may be, he said. If it were an effective deterrent, crimes punishable by the death penalty would not have occurred anywhere in the world, he noted. Unquote. Well, let me interrupt right here for a second because of how dumb this is. It, 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 come on, it's not too difficult to figure out. Concerning any crime, the more severe a punishment is, the more it deters people from committing it. Okay, We all know that's true. So obviously the death penalty is a deterrent. The fact that there are still crimes committed that are punished even with a death penalty doesn't mean it's not a deterrent. It just means that some people will not be deterred even by the harshest punishment. That's all it means. Besides, you can't measure the crimes people didn't commit because they were deterred. Anyway, the pseudo-bishop then continues saying that God is the master of life, totally ignoring the fact that the permissibility of capital punishment is part of divine revelation. Oops. God, who is the master of life, has already told us concerning the death penalty that it is legitimate. All right, Mr. Chitu Parampil then issues a disclaimer saying that the Novus Ordo position should not be interpreted, of course, as approving of the gravest crimes. And then it gets downright hilarious because uh, the Mr. Bishop here says, quote, There should be stringent punishments for those playing with the life of innocent children in all forms of sexual offenses so as to generate fear among those committing such offenses, unquote. Did you notice it? He just contradicted himself. He just admitted that stringent punishments generate fear among potential criminals. Precisely. And that is why, Mr. Chito Parampil, the most stringent punishment, which is execution, will generate the most fear and will therefore be the most effective deterrent. 
you're welcome. Tradcast Express is a production of Novus Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusordowatch.org slash donate. Thank <laughs> you.